boy, do you ever feel like you're spinning a hundred different plates at the same time and you have to do all of them at the same time? Well, you're not alone if you're a business owner. We're talking about ADD, attention deficit disorder, and are we creating it for ourselves? We've got some tips and some advice on how to manage that, and uh, Gloria and Kim particularly bring the A-game for that. We have a test coming up as well. We'll give you a link to that, or you can see it in the show notes so you can test to see what type of ADD you may or may not have. And uh, yeah, before we get started, Helmbot, baby. Yeah, Helmbot is what we use for our float center for all the things for our float center, like it's kind of crazy how much is crammed into one little piece of software on your desktop at your front desk. Although I should say it's mobile friendly as well. And you can check in at home as well. But, you know, scheduling your float tank, scheduling your employees, all that good stuff is built into it. All your float tank measurements built into it. Project management built into it. Task generators, make sure that things are done daily, twice daily, weekly, monthly, annually. You can put all of that stuff in so that you don't have to hold it all in your head Give your mind a little bit of a break. Focus on the things you need to focus on. Helmbot.com is where you want to go. And as I say every time, it, it's absolutely no risk. It's super easy. You can get a free tour. You can get a demo now as well. And just make sure that's a totally good fit for you. Whether there's a practitioner, a float tank, or it's classes, Helmbot can take care of you and, and your business. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Art of the Flow, where flow centers thrive. I am your co-host, Dylan. I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon, and with my beautiful, beautiful wife, Sandra. And gosh, we're going at nine years running the business together, just over that. And um, I find that I have difficulty focusing. I find that I just have a, a hard time uh, having a conversation and staying focused throughout it without thinking about other things. Um, yeah. And I'm Kim. I own Sukino Float Center in Salt Cave in Southern Indiana, and uh I have a really, really hard time focusing too. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> um, I know a lot of people think of me as somebody who like gets stuff done and, and uh, I really try, but there is a real struggle, um, ADD. And this is Drew from New Hampshire Float in New Hampshire. And is that a squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I am Gloria from Float 60 and... I have learned to uh, channel my energy and focus, so I, I have to compartmentalize my day job and my float mm. center. So I, I, I become hyper-focused and unavailable the rest of the time. Hmm. So that's not why you're, that's why you're Ooh, not I wonder what that's back. like. <laughs> Kim knows because I'm a client. <laughs> it's all or nothing. That's what it means. It's all or nothing. When, when, you know... So, should we just roll I can right tell you it? Yep. <laughs> I can tell you guys a lot about my clients and it is a fascinating thing. And there've been discussions that have been happening um, across Facebook. And a lot of us have been chatting that there are a lot of float center owners who have ADD or ADHD or who may not be diagnosed and, you know, just run a whole lot of business stuff and mm -hmm. have a really hard time focusing. Like, we're not alone. I think we don't talk about it enough, though. Well, don't you think like the entrepreneur prototype, like that person, that action figure by nature has to be 
very much a multitasker, mm. right? Which lends to lack of focus. And and maybe it's not lack of focus. It's, it's, you Focusing know, a on a hundred things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there are studies that show that, you know, the more diluted you are, the less effective you are at any one thing. Mm. Um, but it definitely is an art and a, a science to kind of figure out what your balance is to make things work. I mean, there, there are definitely times where I feel it is all or nothing. And Kim, like I said, I feel sorry for my vendors or my, you know, partners because I am all or nothing there. I'm either going to be blowing up their phones because I'm focused on that right now. Right. And I'm like, here I am deal with me or then you won't hear from me for, you know, the rest of the week. And I have to be that way because I have a full-time job. So I have two phones, I actually have three phones and my, my business phone is kind of off to the huh. side Whoa. with other people answering calls. Um, and then my work phone is my, you know, eight to six basically. And then I, I switch gears. So that's how I personally deal with it. And I know it's not great, but it's just management, right? Well, you know, it's I'm really sure for a really, really long time. I thought I was just really good at practicing mindfulness and being really present in the moment. But in reality, it's I have to shut off the rest of the world. And I I can get so hyper-focused on things that I really do forget that the rest of the world exists. But if I'm not interested in it, mm. good luck ever getting me to do it. I mm-hmm. can't, won't. I've, uh, I, I honestly stopped working on certain types of projects because I couldn't force myself. I would sit and cry because I knew I needed to do it. I have the skills and the knowledge to do it. And I can't get my, like, my brain's just like, nope, you're not doing it. Wow. And so I had to just stop taking those kinds of projects. I can't do them Whoa. anymore. If I don't love it, I can't do it. I, I, you know, I've, you guys have heard me say a lot of times, like, if I, if it doesn't bring me joy, I don't do it. Like I can't force myself to do it. Like I just can't. Which I feel is a little tangential, but that was a steep learning curve between Sandra and I, you know, being a part, uh, partners in life and then partners in business was like, there's some sh- stuff like I would rather die than do, you know, there, there are certain spreadsheets that I love getting into and there are certain spreadsheets that, I mean, just kill me. You know, it's so bad. Um, which puts it on her because maybe she could, maybe she doesn't enjoy it, but she's willing to, or like more able to gets a little bit enjoyment, but then it became just her thing. And I think that kind of stuff causes a lot of trouble in new, um, business partnerships you know, whether they're romantically involved or not, like just finding that balance can be really tough. So that just brought that up for me. Um, so then if that's true, what does that mean for your husband who also co-runs your business? <laughs> it means uh, I do a lot of delegation and <laughs> that actually works really, really well for us. We've, we've had those conversations before. And when we opened the center, you know, we talked a lot in great detail about our job responsibilities, you know, who is really the one in, in charge of doing X, Y, and Z. And we had to get really, really clear on that. But even beyond that, there are certain things that it technically falls in my list, but I just can't or it falls on his, but he doesn't see it. You know, he's in mm-hmm. charge of technically operations and everything uh-huh, operations, got it. but okay. he doesn't have the attention to detail that I do. <laughs> yes, and so we've yes. had to learn how to kind of balance and make up for each other's, you know, we'll say oversight. Um, just because there are some things that 
I can do very easily and it's a challenge for him or vice versa. Right. Can, can we back up to Gloria here real quick? And Kim, um, I, I'm curious what your opinion is, Gloria having multiple phones. Like on, on, on the face of things, it's like, how chaotic is that, right? To have three different phones, that's insanity. Yet on the other hand, the compartment, compartment, you know what I'm trying to say, putting it in these different categories, these compartments, if you will, uh, means that she's out of pocket during this time. You can't get a hold of her. I can be sitting with my kid, get bored, uh, you know, reading a book and in between a page turn, check my email, you know, like it, it, it's, well, let me just clarify. Okay. Because there's never a time where somebody can't get a hold of me. I'm not that far removed, but there's, There's guidelines, right? Like I have, Mm. and I've always had a protocol of communication, like an escalation type of uh, protocol, right? Where if you need to just communicate with me, email is, you know, things that aren't urgent. Uh, We had Slack. So we used Slack before I started working for a large tech company and we've changed platforms now. But um, that was kind of like the ongoing communication mechanism for the team. And text was really reserved for emergencies, right? Hmm. If you call, that's a super emergency, right? Oh, so okay. when I see a studio calling, or you can ask Lisa, who's my director, <laughs> like if Lisa calls me, I pick up. For sure. Always. Right. There's never been a time, and you, I've been working with her for going on six years, where she's not been able to get a hold of me. Wow. Same goes for my staff. If they call me, I pick up the phone because mm-hmm. that, if, if you don't kind of set that up, it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf, right? Like, then you're going to stop answering the phone. If you know they're, they're calling, <laughs> it's like, okay, that this must be freaking important, right? Right. So that's kind of the system. Um, so I just wanted to kind of clarify that. But to me, yes, the compartmentalization is critical because okay. I have 98,000 emails on my business phone, which also includes my personal stuff. And then my, you know, business, my other business phone, my job is locked down. It's got its own security. Like there's no personal stuff on there. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, I, like, I could have mixed the two, but I'm like, no, I want (laughs) to keep this separate. Right. I love it. I assume you have a bandolero that you wear with your different cell phones going down. (laughs) Is that accurate? Gloria's got a fanny pack. Oh, <laughs> they're back. I have a lot, have a lot oh. and I have a lot of chargers. So let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen me. Like I just traveled back from Florida, and I've got my backpack with my two laptops. I've got my home hub that you know I take basically video calls from, and my three phones because I do have three. One is one that I'm kind of trying to get rid of, but I don't answer the. That's not like a live phone, right? So yeah, I'm like a tech nerd with all of this stuff and have, you know, 50 different uh, chargers and my diabetes sensor on top of it. So yeah, I'm a real picnic to travel with. (laughs) (laughs) Cyborg. (laughs) Kim, I want to stay focused here, if you will. (laughs) And uh, thank you. Thank you. More of those great puns coming your way. Uh, Do you have recommendations? Because I feel like you, while you've had issue in the past, like you have kind of come over the other side of the the hump on this one and found some balance that works for you, um, which is something that I admire quite a bit um, and get inspired by. But I, I would also love more things to do or be aware of to guide myself. Um, do you have any of those yeah. for me? 
I am a systems and routines junkie. However, I'm not very loyal. Um, and so I have beat myself up so many times because I've gone through a million project management apps. I've gone through different client profiles and um, platforms and all these different systems. I've had notebooks. I've done everything. And something will work really well for a week or two, mm. maybe a month. And then I'm off to the next thing. Wow. And you're not like slang. learning a new UI doesn't just totally turn you off. You don't have no. that fear. Oh my gosh, that's so much fun. No, I, so do you like, yes, I agree with I you on it. that. I'm with when you. When you learn but... a new board game, are you yeah. are you like, yeah, let's let's get the rules. I want the rules. Or are you like, oh boy, no. this is gonna be stressful? God. Yes, <laughs> stressful. That's okay, stressful. Funny. But technology Weird. and software I okay. love, love, love. Nice. But here having done that for I would say two and a half years. Um, I finally settled last year and kept the same system for like keeping myself in check for six months and things were going really well and started this year. Awesome. And then I grew my team and suddenly it didn't work anymore, having additional people in my system and in my processes. And so I've had to shift things again. Um, But I will say, I'm also an idea person. I always have a million ideas. And, you know, while I might be sitting here talking to you guys right now, there are like 20 things going on in the back of my head of other things that I want to do, need to do, have to do things that I'm, you know, noodling on or things like my brain is just a hot mess. Can can I pause you for a second there? Can I pause you on hot mess? (laughs) Hot mess. Um, I kind of thought that some of this conversation was going to be about kind of like the phones having categories. So like you, your time right now is say podcasting. You a hundred percent of your attention is on podcasting, but what you're telling me is that despite having a balance, you do have thoughts firing off. These, these things still spin in the background. Now, would you say that's healthy or it's a spectrum? Like where do you fit on that? You know? Yeah. I try really, really hard to be fully present. And for the most part, I really am like what I'm doing, you know, and if I'm, if I'm at the float center, my phone doesn't exist. Like my husband knows, don't text me. Don't huh. call my personal phone. It's in my pocket. It's literally in my pocket. And I forget that it, it, it's even there. So he calls me that. on the center phone because I'm just that <laughs> engrossed in whatever I'm doing. Me but there's passive thoughts constantly happening in the back of my head. And for me, it can get really, really chaotic because I just feel exhausted because I'm always thinking and I'm like, God, why can't I get it to stop? You know, and I meditate and, you know, I have a daily meditation practice and that really helps me to become aware of it. And that was the thing is for a really long time, I wasn't aware of the hot soupy mess of, you know, things happening in my head. And then all of a sudden I was like, wow, this is really hard, you know, and I teach meditation and I feel like, oh my gosh, like, this is so hard for me, but that was part of my process of learning that I need to do something with all of the stuff bouncing around in my head so that okay. I can really hone in. Then I'm going to push pause on you one more time. Um, Gloria recommended an app. Gosh, it feels like it was a year ago and I, it wasn't headspace. It was a different one. Uh, insight timer. timer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I have not been consistent about using that, but when I do use it first thing in the morning, I will even use it in bed. Like I'm not sitting up, I'm not in lotus position, anything. I'm just laying flat. And and there are meditations designed for you just like in the morning. Oh, um, yeah. I do find that helps me so much. So 
I, I just want to put that out there as like backing up for anybody who hasn't practiced this. It, the difference is measurable and you know noticeable, right. including my attitude. It's hard. And I think that's I, the, the piece oh, oh, that you have that's to right. acknowledge. It's so hard. So this was my question is how with kids, with family and everything, how do you manage that? Can they see you and you walk in the other room and they know you need your time or do you have to do it before they wake up? I mean, talk to me. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, I try to be pretty flexible with the family. Um <laughs> Especially my kids don't necessarily get it. And we have (laughs) routines, just we've had routine forced upon us. You know, Graham has certain things that he has to do with the family at certain times on certain days. And I have them on certain times and certain days. And, you know, we really kind of bounce things back and forth on that. But um, I try to be as flexible as I can with all of that. It's whenever I'm working um, that I really have to kind of like buckle down and I block my calendar um, so that I can focus, you know, I do a lot of time blocking and, uh, kind of chunking of similar kinds of work because we lose mm. so much time just switching from A to B to C. And if you can kind of group like tasks, you are so much more efficient. And especially for me, because I hyper-focus on things, I can sit and do social media content for 12 hours straight and uh-huh. never get up from my desk <laughs> yeah. at all. Like I have to set timers. Seriously. I set timers. I have three timers to go pick my kids up from the school bus every day so that I don't forget it because I will snooze the first one. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Yep. It happens. (laughs) Thankfully, knock on wood, I've not forgotten to go get them because I have three timers. (laughs) Three alarms. Um, Yeah. They're all set. You know, my, my husband called me the other day and, uh, he asked me what that sound was. I was like, Oh, it's the timer to go get the kids. I hit stop. And then we kept talking. He's like, you're going to go get the kids? I was like, ah, yes. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so I do have to be really mindful of human. Like, okay, what good. I'm doing. Oh, totally right. human. <laughs> Can we talk about mindfulness for just a second? Because you brought this up, uh, Dylan, and uh, Insight Timers, you know, very powerful. There's a ton of other apps. But, you know, for me, mindfulness practice has been a staple for a good three and a half years now. Um, and I think I've talked about the ladies that I do this with on a regular basis. You know, we've been together for three years. That to me really makes me more aware of how my focus uh, feels. Uh, you know, I can huh. be, I feel different when I'm not present. And I, I notice it daily, right? So I, I will pick right. up on the fact that, oh, I'm supposed to be listening to this. I'm not as present. Let me stop what I'm doing and get present, right? So that practice has been critical. I think if you are ADD and of course you can resort to the drugs and a lot of people, you know, I know have done them and and need them, but this, in addition to that, or, you know, if you're just kind of feeling scattered, the practice of mindfulness just brings such a quality of life to not only yourself, but the people around you. And I also have made it a practice to try to notice other people's mindfulness states. Hmm. which can be completely irritating, right? Like if you practice mindfulness and you're having a conversation with people and you know that they're not paying attention to you and you you make an (laughs) effort to notice that, that helps me kind of like reinforce my own mindfulness. And it actually happened earlier at the beginning of the podcast, I was checking my phone and I thought to myself, you know, I know they don't care if I'm checking my phone, but I noticed that I was not grasping the information you were sharing as intently Mm. as I should be. Right. So I I really just feel that's so powerful. The insight timer, there's 10% happier, there's calm, like 
wow. And, you know, I do it every day at 7 a.m. to the clock. So to Kim's <laughs> point, like putting that in your calendar, it's like working out. Unfortunately, I do mindfulness and meditation way more than I work out, but I'm trying to change that. Right? <laughs> but I do have my workouts on my calendar, but I'm like, delete, delete. Oh, delete. hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I'm trying to get there. That's my, yeah. that's my goal for this year. I'm really focused on self-care this year. Um, but please like, thank you for bringing that up. As a matter of fact, one thank of my employees, one of my employees at my Northwest Indiana location, I'm going to give him a shout out, Chris Miller. Mm-hmm. He's a veteran. He um, has served in the Marines. He, you know, shared with me that he had, you know, some distractions or, you know, suffered with some uh, anxiety. And he talks about it. That's why I'm sharing. And just today I said, Chris, did you do any insight timer today? Like, you know, just kind of checking in on him. Um, And he's, you know, kind of laughed. And it's, it's hard to get in the habit of it. But if you do it like a couple weeks, you're going to mm-hmm. feel a difference. Okay. It's amazing. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another question about the, the scheduling and the chunking. Um, mm-hmm. But I do want to take a little mindfulness break to talk about our sponsor, Isopod, which I was so happy we got to uh, advertise for Isopod. We got one of our Isopods uh, pods years ago. And once we expanded, or excuse me, once we replaced one of our old float tanks, it was just a no brainer that we were going to get another isopod just because once people see that float tank and see how spacious it is, it was everybody's stress is relieved. It looks beautiful. It's even fun. Like when the pump is still running, <laughs> like it just creates this beautiful visual that people are like, Oh my God, this is so cool. It's way larger and more spacious than people anticipate, I guess. With that being said, the footprint is actually quite small. Like the whole, the hub of the system that, you know, the, the pipe, the filtration, all that stuff um, fits in a pretty small footprint. So it all works out well. Um, and I've even seen people put the hub on the other side of the wall. So the customer doesn't see any of that stuff, which is pretty neat. Um, not that you, not that you have to do that. Um, and I also just like that they're designed to be a little bit simpler. So like when things go wrong, when something isn't functioning, it's um, a little bit easier to flip the switch to, to get that thing running again. So thanks to Isopod for supporting the show and absolutely get in contact with these guys. Um, if you're at all interested in whether you're expanding your float center or starting out, I can truly, um, vouch for, for Isopod. So go to i-sopodi-sopod.com and check out their float tanks and just get in contact with them and let them know we sent you. So, Kim, uh, is it called chunking? Is that true? It sounds a little odd, but yeah, okay, chunking. (laughs) Time blocking. Time Time blocking. blocking. Yeah, that sounds sexier. (laughs) Time blocking. Um, (laughs) So are you saying I not only need to be on the clock, you know, to say, okay, I have an hour or four hours of time. But I'm going to say this hour is specifically float shop. This hour is specifically art of the float. Or should it even go more specific? Um, I guess art of the float is coming to mind at the moment. But um, editing photos, not video. And then the reason I come up with this is because sometimes something's rendering or you're doing something for creating the little the recording blurb. Kim is saying something super wise and it becomes a blurb on <laughs> for ads. Um <laughs> how do you use those little blocks of time? Cause I find those little loopholes mm-hmm. is when I can jump out and start something else and get you distracted. Got it. You P- got potentially. it. I think it's a game of, of what works best for you. 
um, and finding the category that works best for you. For me, it is doing the same type of work. Typically, if I am creating social media content, I'm creating social media content mm, for like interesting. all of my topics. I, I focus on just float content first and I do all of the float content that I have to create. And then um, say I do need to create some graphics, but I need to create graphics for an email newsletter. Um, I need to create something for social media and for my website and for an event on Facebook. That's a lot of things all at once, but I'm yes. going to be using the same tools to create those. Okay, and so, so I'll put all of those tasks together. Okay. And because every time you're you're switching and my brain works the same way to create graphics, no matter what I'm creating, it's typically going to be the same way. If mm -hmm. I'm having to think about what I'm writing and copy and all of that, then I might, you know, block all of my copywriting together. Um, if I'm scheduling appointments or making phone calls, which is the worst, like the worst, um, then I do all of those things together. I literally have, it, it's, it's funny. So I wish um, everybody listening could, could see this. Um, I have little pieces of paper everywhere and notebooks. So this is my like, Bible. This is a, a to-do list that is a weekly list. On one side of it, it has all of my tasks I'm trying to do. And then on the left half, it has uh, every day. And so I start every week by figuring out what do I need to accomplish this week. And that goes in my big to-do list. And then each day I pick two to three items. That's it. My ego tells me I can do 20. Yeah. But reality tells me I'm going to do less than whatever I say. Yeah. And if I say two to three, I'm lucky to get one to two done. Um, and so I have to be really, really diligent about that. But what happens inevitably is something else gets added and something else gets added. <laughs> right, right, right. And so I have a different piece of paper where I write those notes. And then at the end of the week, I look at it and say, okay, none of this was urgent. I don't have to do anything. Hmm. I put it into my system and my system holds all of those great ideas that I should do one day. Is it a tickler? The like what, what, what's your system? Um, I have project management software apps. And so okay. right now I use one called Smart, uh, Smart Task okay. and I put everything in there. And on Monday, that's where I go to look to see what am I going to do this week? Okay, I have everything great. in my Smart Task. And then I say, okay, I, I should do these 10, 15, 20 things this week. And I write those down, but I try not to look back at Smart Task throughout the week unless I'm doing time tracking. I have a question. <laughs> mm -hmm. When you have a crazy client, I can't think of one, but... Um, <laughs> One that, you know, might blow up your phone randomly with questions uh, and texting you. It's probably very violating when your clients do that. How do you, how do you manage? <laughs> yeah, so the truth of the matter is, so, you know, we're building a, a salt room in our fourth location, our Lake Zurich location, and, you know, we're getting down to the wire construction, so I'm starting to panic, and I was shooting Kim all these messages this morning, and, or was it yesterday morning? Was it today? It was yesterday, I think. Yeah, it was Monday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I like I'm doing this before I start work, right? So I'm trying to like dump to Kim before I shut down. And I just felt bad then afterward. I'm like, oh my God, that's so rude of me. Like just <laughs> here I am, deal with me. So is there a protocol that you put your clients through? Because mm. you're managing your business. Like just like I have my system, right? Like mm -hmm. I have controlled chaos totally controlled. Right. And people know it. Like they know not to call me unless it's super important. So how do you deal with and crazy people like she, me? She's talking about regular clients, not celebrity clients like Gloria. You like, know. How do you deal celebrity with the regular clients get VIP treatment? Ah. <laughs> no, but, so I think that's the thing is like, I know what it's like 
to run a float center. I know what it's like to have multiple businesses or jobs and responsibilities. I know what it's like to have a family. And so I try to be pretty flexible in how I'm receiving it. I just might not respond. You might get lucky that you caught me at the exact moment that I happen to be checking my phone. Um, But I don't keep my email open throughout the day. I don't check my text messages throughout the day. I have certain times that I will check. Um, and you know, I have my, my texts kind of filtered into client stuff and my family stuff. And so my family stuff will still come through. Um, but that way if I need it, but even if my, if I hear my phone ding while I'm working, I have to ignore it. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to, but I have to ignore it because I do the same thing. I'll pick it up. Yeah. I'll, I'll pick up my phone and then next thing you know, it's been an hour and what the hell have I been doing? And it is so easy. So to just get sidetracked and I just FOMO be be damned. Yeah. Well, I'm super glad because, you know, I I felt a little bit bad and, you know, normally I would require a certain service (laughs) level agreement response time (laughs) to my, (laughs) no, but I totally understand. Uh, I, you know, I may continue until you tell me otherwise to blow up your phone with questions, but I will not have the expectation that you reply. Yes. Right away. And typically on weekends, you won't get a response from me because oh, on the weekends, I'm either with my family or at the float center. And if I'm at the float center, I'm at the float center. Like I'm fully there. And, you know, even my family, I, I don't so talk funny. a lot to them. Yeah. <laughs> but well, you're working. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't but be. half the day is spent at home with the kids, you know, Saturday yeah. mornings and afternoon, I'm home with the kids. And then I go to the center Saturday afternoon. And then Sunday, mm-hmm. we close a little bit earlier. Um, but I'm at the center and then I come home and, you know, I, I have to really just kind of separate some things. Drew? All right. So I've been <laughs> quiet and I've been listening. And yes, yes, you have. I saw a lot of squirrels. I, yeah, I did. But I, I <laughs> so have ADHD that hmm. all the things you do, and I can't, re- honestly, I can't remember, but I think you said you kind of have ADHD. <laughs> you are so well organized and you have lists. And for me, I have, I have four notebooks that I've tried to make lists with. Mm. I have note sticky notes all over the place. I find them in my pocket. I find them in, under my hat. I, I think I never... see where you're going. Cause I think I have the same problem. So even all this, Kim, you got them all perfectly in front of you. I got some at home, some in my car, some at the float shop, some in a bag. I have two (laughs) bags that I bring to work every day. I don't need the two of them. I don't even know why I do it. That when you said (laughs) earlier, when you're cleaning and you hear a ding, you ignore it. I'm going, what's that ding? And I'm I'm walking away from the tank that has the water being filled up. And 20 minutes later, I go walking in the room singing a song and realize gonna, I left the water going. And I'm like, oh my God. And a panic yes. runs over me. And I'm going to text you I, I two go times to bed thinking, hour. did I leave something on or what? It's, yes. it, it's so hard. So I don't know. So Dylan, I think this goes back to you with like how... ADHD are you because I'm like very yeah I get so distracted so easily and I'll sit down to do one thing and then 30 seconds later I'm onto something else forgetting what I did a minute ago and I do a little here a little there a little there and eventually I I shouldn't I shouldn't be around allowed around stoves in general like I'm pretty (laughs) famous for like warming up the cast iron 
uh, pan and then just walking away <laughs> or, and even, even the regular pans, like food on there. And they're just like, Oh damn it. Like just running up the stairs. Like, Oh God, let the kitchen not be on fire. And then, and then, um, I've gotten better about float tanks, like filling up a float tank and walking away. Um, that You've, one, have you done that? You've done that before? I've oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's so easy. It's so easy. Yeah. It's the um, worst. I've even, yeah. but I mean, starting a shower, like, oh, I'm going to let it warm up. And then, you know, I see my kids and then like, there's, I had no idea I was going to take a shower. That's gone. And then I hear the, the plumbing running. I'm like, what was it? Oh man. Okay. We're going to be out of hot water for, you know, the next <laughs> hour or whatever. Um, so what I thought you were going with this was, um, taking a bunch of notes and I, again, being famous for, for bad things was famous for this at the float shop, which is taking notes and then never like entering it into helm or like at the Kim's probably got like some strategy where like the, on Friday, I review the list. I integrate it into what I'm going to start on Monday and yada, yada. My thing is I'll take notes all day long. And this was a problem in school too, as I take the notes and then I never review them <laughs> and allocate, you know, put them in the right spot. So, so there's a couple me, things to that. Yes. There's a couple things to that, that it might not actually be anything important. Your brain, and especially if you have ADD or ADHD, your brain is telling you every single thing you encounter is important. Everything. And that's part of the the actual condition. Mm. Um, And the only reason I know this is because I hyper-focused on it and like I've done deep, deep, deep research on the condition. But it is... it's hard for your brain to distinguish what's important and what's not. And so you're going to everything. I got to write that down. I got to do that. I got to do that. I got to do that. And then if you look at that exact same list in two or three weeks, you didn't do anything. Does it matter? Like, did did it matter that you didn't? (laughs) Typically the answer is no. I mean, there might be something. I'll push back a little bit on that and say sometimes there might be something. The shower was on and I should have, you know, Yes. Up with that note. I'll tell you my secret on that stuff. I have an Alexa device everywhere. I'm waiting for my oh, to funny. perk up. I have them in every <laughs> room in my house and we have them at the float center. And it's so I can set a timer, but mm, I've learned mm-hmm. don't just set a timer. Cause if I put a timer for 10 minutes, like name I'm it. not going to know what that is. I have to name it. <laughs> yeah. Go pick up your kids in 10 minutes. That's so funny. Or, I, I'm very, you know, change. Yeah. Turn off the water in 10 minutes, whatever it might be. Like mm-hmm. I have to have to set those reminders. I love yeah. it. It's just, I, I've learned in order to get anything done, I have to have a system to do it. And I have to have something, you know, my husband laughs at me all the time because I leave things out in a very strange position. I'll put stuff right in front of the door. And that's my reminder to take it with me when I'm going to the center. And if I leave it over on the counter, it doesn't exist anymore. It's yep. out of my sight. I'm on to the other things. Uh, I, I will yeah. leave my keys in the fridge intentionally. So I'll <laughs> take my lunch, you know, cause there's no way I'm walking out of the house remembering to open the fridge and grab my lunch. You know, that is I, hilarious. Are you serious? I grabbed Absolutely. my lunch. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I left my lunch uh, on the front stairs Sunday. I went to the center and Graham texted me and says, Hey, you left your lunch by the door. So I remembered to get it, but I left it. <laughs> Funny. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Kim, there are two more things I would like to talk about. One is your, um, you do, you're not a coffee drinker. You're not a caffeinated coffee drinker. And I want to talk to you about that. I know we've talked about it randomly in bits on the podcast before, or maybe that's just our pre-recording yeah. chat, but I know. Um, I I'd like to talk about that and how it's associated or, you know, um, yeah. in conjunction with ADD. And then before we close, I would just love to, if, if there's some actionable steps 
you can talk to me directly or you can talk to any <laughs> listeners because every, it's like you said, it sounds like this is a very common thing. And I was even surprised to hear all of mm-hmm. you guys. Um, well, except Gloria, she's got everything dialed in, but um, no, I was. <laughs> no, it's just management of the crazy. I was even surprised it by is. Drew saying squirrel. Um, like I thought Drew was, feels like he's got it dialed in. So um, this is oh, just kind of nice to hear. always mad at me. Always. Like, <laughs> I'm forgetting something all Does the that have anything to do with uh, the ADD thing? Is that? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, I just forget to do stuff. And yeah. I need yeah. those multiple reminders. Or yeah. if something's not on auto pay, I'll forget oh, to yeah. pay it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't ask me to write um, a check and put it in the mail because that's not yeah, happening. Why do, you, totally. why do you think all of my clients are on auto pay? Oh, funny. That's yeah. <laughs> great. Smart. All of them. That's, okay. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Walk so, me through through uh, the coffee. Yeah. Um, so coffee can be really, really important or any kind of uh, caffeine or stimulant can help people who have ADD or ADHD. Most medications, that's what they are. Um, they are actual stimulants. And so for people with ADD or ADHD, it actually helps to calm them and to focus them. Um, our brains aren't getting enough dopamine. We're seeking dopamine hit, hits and we're not getting them from the, the things that other people oh, do. And so having some kind of a stimulant is actually going to help to just bring us in and focus a little bit. So I didn't even know that I had ADD for a really long time. And, and ADD is technically the older term um, for ADHD, but okay. not everybody has the hyperactivity piece. Okay. There's actually seven different types of ADD. Oh. Um I highly recommend if you're not sure what yours is, there's a website called ADDtypetest.com. Um, it's run by Dr. Daniel Amen. We'll um, and one. I, uh, yes, uh, I take some of Dr. Amen's supplements and those also help me. So we're going to loop back to this, that in a second. But um, knowing what type of ADD you have is going to be really beneficial. Um, for me, I have a, a combination of several. And so it's not as great for me to know because it's a whole lot and what helps one may not help the other. Got it. But for a lot of people, a stimulant is going to help. Um, I had to stop drinking coffee many years ago. I drank it every day. And then um, my husband was having some health issues and came to find out that he has a vagal nerve syncope and caffeine was what it was uh, causing his issues. And basically he would have a seizure it wasn't a grand mal seizure, but he would be talking to you and all of a sudden you could just see he was not there and he was actually having a seizure. Oh, and scary. so we, we cut caffeine. Well, little did I know <laughs> <laughs> that that cut me. I wasn't there anymore either in a totally different way. Wow. And I was just spastic. I couldn't focus. I couldn't get anything done. Oh. And then um, finally started putting it together again. And I, I started doing... Um, either like I, and I still do occasionally, they're called verb energy bars. They're just these little breakfast bars, but I can only have a half because if I have too much caffeine, it triggers my heart condition. And so I have mitral valve prolapse, which is aggravated um, by caffeine. And I didn't know it before because the symptoms don't typically show up until your mid thirties. And so at that point I was in my mid thirties and started realizing, Oh, what is going on? My heart's jumping out of my chest every night. So trying to find something to help me like rein it all in. And I didn't want to turn to medications. Um, 
And so I started looking at diet. That's a big piece. And then looking mm-hmm. at supplements and, um, the, the website I mentioned, addtighttest.com, Dr. Amen, um, has tons of supplements and he is a specialist in ADD. Uh, and I've, you know, watched a whole bunch of his videos. He has a whole bunch of courses and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with a lot of what he does. There are some things he's pretty militant, uh, mm-hmm. on, you know, his protocols. And so I don't, I don't like to go hard and fast rules on pretty much anything in life. So uh, I've been able to find some things that will work for me out of his, you know, recommendations though. Um, Yeah. Okay. I mean, is that, so is that where I should start? Is that where you're saying? I I mean, it's it's not going to work for everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Understanding your brain type is really going to help you a lot and understanding what's going to help. As far as like mm. systems and keeping everything going, mm-hmm. um, for me, what really helps is I look at what do I have to do today? What can I do this week? What can I do, you know, within a month? And really trying to just prioritize things because in my brain, everything is so important. Right. And I, I honestly, I walk around with like the weight of the world on my shoulders because I feel like I have so much to do yeah. and I'm letting everybody down because yeah, I haven't done it all. Yes, yes. And it's all self-imposed. You know, it, it, and I, I have had to do a lot of work to realize it's all self-imposed, wow. but I do procrastinate like crazy. And <laughs> I'm sure some folks can attribute to the, or can attest to that one. <laughs> That's one where I can't relate at all. Not at all. Don't check my inbox. <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of, you've got some social media posts to go approve. That's right. I keep seeing those show up in my inbox. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. yeah, yeah. We got to talk about that. Um, in fact, as we close out here, can you uh, give a little plug for Mindful Solutions? Sure. Um, Mind, Mindful Solutions is my company, and Mindfully Social is uh, one of the, the services that I'm offering. And uh, it's super fun. I help a lot of clients with ADD and ADHD and a lot of people who have just too much on their plates. Yep. Um, yes, you do. Because there's just so much to do and trying to stay focused and get it done. And thankfully, I have a system. Um, that now makes it a lot easier for me to help everybody in doing that. And, and you can delegate. And I can delegate. I now have some team help. Um, I have another um, person who is helping me, you know, to do some of the customizations and things. I'm still creating all of the content, but she's helping me to do some of the customizing and uh, dropping things on schedules for everybody. So it makes it so much easier to at least have a baseline for your social media and you can go in and customize, change the messaging or change the the graphics if you want to. I think 98% of my clients don't, um, (laughs) but they have that option and I love that they have that option to be able to go in and do that. So and I drop a month at a time of your social calendar is done and that's a dopamine hit for me. Nice. (laughs) And I will say, once I'm in there and I start editing, because certain ones you have to edit or like you can put in your specifics about your float tank or put in a different picture, that kind of thing. Um, that does get, once I'm doing that, then I want to go out weeks ahead of time, which was why I was a little surprised I saw that pop up. Because like, man, I thought I got a, a hold of those. But it's also Instagram it's and mug. Facebook. It's a and new I guess it is, isn't it? It's going by yeah. too fast. Um, so thank you for what you're doing. And I know Gloria's thankful as well. You've got her signed up too. Um 
And uh, yeah, I just wanted to give that a little little shout out as well. Um, I love what you're doing. So thank you. And thank you for helping me out tonight. I got a, I got a test to take apparently because um, I, I really do. And I, I feel like I brought this up on a few episodes. Like this is a, an issue and like I'm, I'm managing and I get a lot done, but it just doesn't feel right. Like there should be a better way. It shouldn't be this hard. Um, so I think I've got some good ideas as well. Drew, were you going to say something? I'm just going to say, sorry, I've been taking the test and I'm totally got ADD. I'm I'm three quarters of the way done. Sorry. I need to focus. Stop paying attention. As soon as I heard type test, I'm like, I got to be one of these types. (laughs) Sorry. I love it. But I was still listening. I heard you say, I have a test to take. I'm like, oh yeah, I shouldn't be taking the test right now. My apologies. Well, as always, oh, thank you, Kim. And thanks I love for, you all. You're right. <laughs> thanks for taking the show notes, Kim, as well. Gloria and Gloria's puppy, who's been on the microphone this whole time as well. I don't think we've got to hear her talk, but her adorable little pupper has been on the pod all night tonight. And Drew was on for a, a portion of tonight's show. <laughs> Feeding Drew's subject matter. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon, photos, video, all that good stuff. Thanks to Helmbot. Thanks to Isopod. And thanks to Olga for producing our show. Uh, we've got some really cool guests coming up. It's very exciting. We've got some awesome content coming. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And until next time, uh, go to, I've already forgot the name, addtypetest.com. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. That's right. I nailed it. I beat the test. All right. All right, guys. See you next week. <laughs>